Hello, and welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibby. And I'm Ethan Sereski. And I don't have a lunchbox, but if I did construction, I sure as fuck would. We are going to be bringing you all the information you could ever want on any assorted supernatural phenomenon. And this week, I'm very excited. Ethan has dug into the bowels of the internet, the forbidden occult section of the public library. And he has gotten all the information you could ever hope to find about Slenderman. That is correct. Shibs. Uh, would you like to learn about the Slender Man, uh, if you dare? I, I, think, I think I'm ready. I think I'm not too frightened yet. Because it sounds like he's just... It sounds like you're describing me when you mention Slender yes, Man. Yes, you are, you are a Slender Man. But I'm not the Slender Man. I'm not our first monster. God, that would be, be a twist. You should be the Slender Man. That'd be so... I would put a picture to scare my daughter with, your, with you as like a tall humanoid. That would be so funny. <laughs> This is how I decided to tell you that I'm the Slenderman. This was all an elaborate ruse. Oh, that would be so weird. Don't do that. That's the twist. End of episode. Dun, dun, dun. If your face turned black right now, like, it would freak me out. Not African-American, but, like, Slenderman black. I mean, it would be odd if either of those happened, I think. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let, let's, let's get into Slenderman before we digress okay. too much. The Slenderman, also spelled Slenderman. Mm-hmm. No, wait, let me, let me tell you real quick, because you've done all the research. You're going to be telling me what this guy is. Let me tell you what I think Slenderman is. That's right. We should start comment. with that. One interesting thing for me about Slenderman as like a cultural phenomenon is like you and I are both millennials, technically. Like we're the oldest part of the millennial generation. And I think within the millennial generation, there's like a subdivide between whether or not you ever believed in Slenderman. Is it age-based? I think it's entirely age-based. I think there was a point where when Slenderman came out, there were people who were still young enough to be like, yeah, that's Slenderman. Slenderman is real, and I found out about him on the internet. He's a new real thing that exists. And people who were our age who were like, what are you talk- what do you th- what do you think Slenderman is? Did you read about this on, on the internet, and you think that it's real? <laughs> And obviously, I'm going to assume most millennials at this point have realized Slenderman is not real. But I think there was an age group that thought that it was. You know what? You make an interesting point that Slenderman is not real. I am not convinced. Okay, that's I'm fair. really not. Well, here's what, what I understand about Slenderman is he is he's very tall. He lives in the woods and he might be technically a type of ghost, I want to say. And he has a mansion. He might have a man. Yeah, like he might be like not a ghost, but like a poltergeist or a slender man. You know, he might be a variation on ghost. And I think that he's a one of only two types of monsters I can think of that wears a suit. The other one being a Dracula. Does a Babadook wear a suit? A Babadook also wears a suit. That's true. From the feature length film, The Babadook. He wore a suit and a top hat. Does Slenderman no hat? I don't see him in a hat. What about American Psycho? That guy. Uh, Christian Bale? 
Yeah, didn't he? <laughs> didn't didn't he wear a suit? Yes. Uh, I well, I guess you could say man is the truest form of monster. I'm just thinking like, you know, the chupacabra doesn't wear a suit. I meant Christian Bale in real life. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does, and he might, in fact, be a chupacabra. They certainly haven't proven that he's not. But let's talk, tell, tell me about, uh, let's see how close I am to being correct about Slenderman. Tell me the real deal, Holyfield. You are, I mean, close in a vague sense. You said he was some sort of ghost, which covers <laughs> everything not human. Um, he, he lives in, the, in what would you say, the fields? I said the forest, but maybe a mansion in the forest? And a mansion? Yeah, he has a mansion in the forest. I don't want to spoil anything, but that is incorrect. Oh, geez, okay. I, I would like to start with the nomenclature, the Slender Man. Yeah. Uh, he is a supernatural creature depicted as a thin, unnaturally tall humanoid with a featureless head and face wearing mm. a black suit. Oof, featureless. Featureless is, is scary. It is scary. Have you ever seen Dick Tracy? Yeah, No Face. Classic. The Blank, you mean? The Blank. I think, was he No Face in like the Daffy Duck parody? I don't know. There was a Daffy Duck parody of Dick Tracy that you're aware of? Oh, I I am 100% aware of a Daffy Duck parody <laughs> of Dick Tracy. The comic strip, not the feature-length film. And boy, it was some great stuff. Well, I like Bugs Nips the Nips. That's my favorite cartoon. Oof. Stories of the Slender Man commonly feature him stalking, abducting, or traumatizing people, particularly children. Ugh. I don't like monsters that prey on children. That, yeah. that bums me out. Sounds very QAnon of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a, a Slender Man some way involved with Wayfair, is my understanding? <laughs> I, I, not in my research. You heard it here first, QAnon. Slender Man is involved with Wayfair. Check it out. <laughs> That's The clues are all there. They're all there. And I didn't even see it in my research last night. Uh, he is also known as the Operator, which is kind of freaky. Yeah, that's kind of, I think that's a, I think that's actually a much better name. That would have been a better name from the beginning, the Operator. Yeah, I mean, th I guess Slenderman is more visually evocative, but the Operator sounds like fucking creepy. Like, what is this guy doing? And it has the, you know, the connotations of him operating on you, and just, it, it, it's, there's a lot of stuff going on with that word. That, that yeah, I, like it, being it the dread. guy behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, the, the operator. Ugh, God, this guy's a bad operator. Yeah, no, thank you. Slenderman, yeah, I, Slenderman should be watching out for the operator. <laughs> a, a folklore story set in 16th century Germany involved a character called Der Grossmann, the mm. Great Man, um, which was implied to be an early reference to the Slender Man. How about that? Did you know that? No, I did not know that. That the Gross Man was the same thing as the Slender Man. Were you aware of Der Grossman? No. So I would not have made the connection. It would have been really hard. That's not a scary name, Der Grossman. Yeah, I think I, I, maybe it sounds better in German. And also, I went to JCC preschool and there were three kids named Grossman. Yeah, that makes him, once again, a little bit less intimidating. Much like calling him Slenderman takes some of the edge out. <clears throat> That's anti-Semitic. I'm sorry. Uh, the Slenderman can be just as frightening, no matter his beliefs or his uh, cultural heritage. Okay, that's better. 
I'll take that. Uh, he has a symbol, the Slender Man symbol. I don't know if you know. It's no. a, a big O with an X crossed through it. Kind of like the Ghostbusters sign without the ghost in the circle. Oh, okay. Or like a, a red on white X-Men logo? Uh, I see it black, just a black circle with a big X. It's it's almost like, hey, this is banned here, but they don't show what's banned. Okay, so what, this would just be like a peer in his territory? Yes, this is this is like, like a Blair Witch sort of how she hangs the wood things. Okay. You might see it scratched into a tree or, you know, rocks on the ground. That's how you know you're on his turf. You're like, okay, Slenderman's real and he's here. And I know because I saw the sign. If I see symbols carved into trees in like creepy forest, I'm leaving. I don't care if I know what Slenderman is or not. I don't want symbols. It's true. Anybody that's carving symbols into trees, I don't want to particularly be involved with. Like, oh, no, it's actually just teenagers that want to frighten me. Like, oh, I don't want to hang out with <laughs> them either. So best case scenario, it's teenagers that want to fight you? Yeah, like, oh, okay. Great, How many just... teenagers could you fight? Whew. I got to think. I bet I could fight one 13-year-old. No, seriously. No, I mean... Maybe it's because I hurt my back yesterday, but it has me feeling kind of old, you know? And I don't know if I've ever been in, like, a real proper fight. Like, I've been punched. What? But I've never, like, been in a fight. Who punched you? I don't know, some dickhead in eighth grade, you know, just really? punched me. Yeah. That makes me very upset to hear. It's all right. I'm sure he has a shitty life now. We should find out and next episode talk about his life. Maybe, maybe, but I would first have to f- remember his name, and I do not. You know his name, and you'll tell me. No, I'm serious, I do not. I just... Uh, okay, back to Slenderman. Well, Slenderman is most... Con- I'm getting into a physical description now. We're going to yes. really get into the nuts and bolts of, of Paint what a picture he looks like, his motivations, that, that sort of thing. I want to close my eyes, and when I open them... In my mind's eye, I want to see Slenderman. That sounds frightening, but as you wish. I'm ready for it a little bit. Now, Slenderman is most commonly described as very tall and thin, with unnaturally long tentacle-like arms, or merely tentacles, mm. which he can extend to intimidate or, <laughs> or capture prey. Ooh. Sometimes he's just intimidating. Well, that's how uh, he is, I imagine, most of the time. With his featureless face and his tentacles. What yeah, but they're saying his, his tentacles can be used to intimidate. I just don't see... I don't see how they could be used to do anything else. Like a peacock? Like when they put up their feathers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does he just have one tentacle on each side, or does he have a bunch? Oh, it says tentacles. So he's got at least two. Right. But possibly he's... Because I, I picture him having, like, several tentacles on each side. I think. And like some of them, like two of them are in the suit sleeves and some other ones just sort of form out of his back out of ectoplasm. Like spawn. Yeah, like that kind of vibe. And so like, and he would be like wriggling them around like a real pervert. Oh yeah. That's intimidating. That's really a lascivious move to wiggle your tentacles. Yeah, that is very evocative. I'm going to make a note, because that's going to come into play later, I think. 
Okay. Uh, in most stories, his face is white and featureless, but occasionally his face appears differently to anyone who sees him. He hmm. appears to be wearing a dark suit and tie. The Slender Man is often associated with the forest and or abandoned locations. Has like the ability- a mansion. What'd you say? Like a mansion, like an abandoned mansion in the right. middle of a forest. Well, I didn't say you were off on that. You you knew okay. it. You you could picture his mansion. Yeah, it's real. It's like uh, like Great Gatsby era inside. <laughs> is he from that time period as well, or no? I I picture his suit is not like contemporary. He's got kind of a throwback to. Well, he has that German thing from the, you know, 500 mm. years ago. So there yeah. you go. His suit might be 500 years old. That'd be funny if he was walking around in lederhosen. <laughs> uh, Slenderman has the ability to teleport. Mm. That's some shit. That's yeah, like... That, yeah, you, there's nothing that you or I could do against somebody teleporting. Well, not we don't know yet. He may have weaknesses. Boy, there better be something that stops teleportation because otherwise <laughs> we are in bad shape, my friend. Proximity to the Slender Man is often said to trigger a slender sickness that's a rapid Oof. onset of paranoia, nightmares, and delusions accompanied by nosebleeds. Okay. I was I was imagining just instantly falling over nauseous, like when he was within five feet of you. Like, God, that fucking sucks. Yeah. God, fighting that guy would fucking be terrible. Oh, my God. He just comes near you and you start dry heaving. Before he teleports. Yeah, he just shows up and you just fall over and start vomiting and then he stabs you to death. Like, Jesus Christ. This guy's a beast. I will bring up the fact, you mentioned he stabs you to death, but that's that's interesting. There are no accounts of how he he takes his prey or what he actually does to them. That's part of the mm. scary uh, factor. Leaves no witnesses. I don't know if that's true, but definitely no one knows what happens to those who, uh, who are taken away by the Slender Man. Early stories feature him targeting children or young adults. Some featured young adults driven insane or to act on his behalf. Oh. And others claim that investigating the Slender Man will draw his attention. They're saying that we're in danger right now. Yeah, it, it's the Candyman thing where if you don't believe, you know, he's got to make an example out of you. No. That scares me. Did you ever say Candyman? Did I ever see it? No, did you ever say it in the mirror? Did you ever No, go to I the wouldn't mirror? say it. I saw it when I was 12. I was scared out of my fucking mind. My mom yeah. My mom jumped in through the side door to scare me and my friend Corey, and it, I slept with the lights on for six months. It scared me. For me, it's like, why tempt fate? Like, there's not, there's no, there's no candy, man. But why, why, why risk it? You know what do I mean? Do it. Oh my God, do it. No. No. Do it. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go sick. It's best, you don't dangle meat in front of a hungry tiger. You know what I mean? You really wouldn't say, you would, how much, you wouldn't say it right now? No, yeah, I don't know. It just feels, I did, like, why? Why would I, why? With that peer pressure? It's like skydiving. There's a thrill and you could die. Let's do it at the same time. No, I'm not doing it. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> Never. 
Exactly. No, no, I'm not going to do that. And also, also like Candyman, I noticed driving people insane or to act on his behalf, like like followers, like like he's mm. got some big cult out there. Yeah, I. And I think I've seen like on Deviant Art, I've seen fan art of Slenderman where like girls are drawing themselves in love with Slenderman. In love or in coitus? To me, there's always love. <laughs> so I think uh, it's tough to say. But have you seen Slenderman porn? Oh, I. If I haven't, I guarantee you, I could very quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some established the idea of proxies, humans who fall under the Slenderman's influence. Though initially they were simply violently insane, rather than puppets of the Slenderman. Slenderman can also interfere with video and audio recordings, as well as with the Slenderman symbol. Mm, Can I ask one quick question? Please. Does Slenderman own a car? I, you know what? I found no evidence to suggest that he has an automobile. Because I think he would look really cool in a big black Cadillac. How, he would be folded like three times. (laughs) He has tentacles. He would have to drive from the back seat. What are you talking about? It's true. He would look. He would look like a goof. Maybe if he got out of a limousine, and he, oh, yeah. when he was in the back, he was just like bent over. Well, he's he's one of the rare um, evil creatures out there who I think could cross over and be an actual celebrity. Like you know, if Slenderman showed up at a movie premiere. He would be all over Twitter. There would be. You said he has a car. He wears a suit always. I think we'd accept him now, due to the current political climate. I don't think what he does is that uh, upsetting to people. No, it it's, it has enough deniability. <laughs> and I think the other thing is designers would love to design for Slenderman because any suit you put on him is going to look great. <laughs> He's built for it. Now. Would you like to hear about Der Grossman? Yeah, tell me about the original Slenderman. Okay, well, this tall or great man or big man, however you want to translate Der Grossman, and I won't because I'm not German. Uh, and it's the Black Forest is the center of the uh, Slenderman origin myth. Is there a, the way that Der Grossman is specific to the Black Forest? Is there a specific forest that Slenderman is in, or does he just sort of inhabit? The concept of forests. Well, A, Der Grossman is being uh, posited as an early Slenderman. Like Slenderman 500 years ago was just Der Grossman and he was in Germany. Okay, so it's the same guy. He's been the same guy the whole time. Same guy. We became aware of him again and we gave him an American name. He emigrated. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That's why he's Slenderman, because at Ellis Island. Yeah, they're like, Grossman! Now, you're a slender man. Look at you. <laughs> that was the stamp. Checked him for lice. For <laughs> I'm just laughing. Now I can that. finally live my dream of killing Americans. <laughs> Wait, from now on, that's the voice of Slenderman. This just this wistful German man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a wistful German man. That oh, that would be so great if that was his voice. Oh my God! How Look at my tentacles. Oh, hello! What a treat it is to welcome you to my abandoned mansion. (laughs) 
Now, Der Grossman started off as a, as as something the parents would tell the kids, you know, to keep mm-hmm. them out of the forest, to keep them from lying, to keep them from doing anything childlike, according to this litany of German offenses. Got it. No playing hide and seek. No splashing in puddles. Smiling. Yeah. Thumbs down. You need to get to work on some great cars. Too much mirth. He would he would chase the children in the forest, uh, prolonging this pursuit until he finally caught them, stealing the child away to a fate unknown, or the chase would stop if the child returned home and confessed to the parents what they had done, or that they had disobeyed them and gone in the forest. So there is hope of escape, at least in the early legends. Mm, so if I think the Slenderman is coming for me, or De Grossman, or both, they're coming for me, and what I need to do is I need to go apologize to my parents. Or who, whoever you've wronged, I suppose. Whoever that the oh, Slenderman okay. is upset about. I, I mean, he obviously takes offense to very specific things. Mm, like playing in forests. Right, play, playing in forests and being a child in Germany. Yeah. Now, some stories tell how he lures children in by haunting them, whispering voices in their head and telling them to come to him. Why don't you come over here? Oh, hey, Hans. It's good to see you again. Come on, buddy. Let's go. Children who go to him are said to walk into his many arms and be taken Mm. away to yet again a fate unknown. And we have confirmation that it's many arms, that it's not just one tentacle on each side. You're right. There 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 are multiple tentacles. All right. Now, he will use those to actually tap at the window of a child in Germany who stays up too late, and he will take them away. Boy, that would really help me fall asleep. That's a really good story to help your child fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah. Good night now. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) If you don't fall asleep within the next 15 minutes, you're going to be murdered. (laughs) By Der Grossman or Slenderman. That's why Slenderman came to our country through Ellis Island, I think, is because in Germany there was trouble for people named Slenderman. Yeah, it was probably a good time to hit the road. I would imagine that in the 30s is when Slenderman began to appear in in America. So, let me ask you a question about Slenderman. Please. Does he fuck? Does it does it fuck? Does Slenderman fuck? Now, is there a Mrs. Slenderman? Is there a Slender Woman? There, is there appears a Slender to be ma'am? no Slender Woman. Slender Ma'am, and he appears to spend most of his time with children, which is disturbing in this sense. Okay. Um, can he fuck or does he fuck? What is your question? Uh, I guess could or no? Does he? Does he fuck? Okay, here's, I have a couple things that I've been thinking about. I'm glad you've been thinking about this, too. Yeah, th- this is something. Well, first of all, I, I ended up in a weird, dark rabbit hole, and I looked up, like, Slenderman's penis. Yeah. I, I don't I, know why. You I, can be honest, that's where you started. But uh, what came up, I actually copy and pasted the link, is Gay Twinks After the Slenderman BJ's His Dick, Preston, dot, dot, dot. It's on Pornhub. <laughs> All right, so it sounds like he definitely does it for pleasure. No, for I, that's not the real Slender Man. I, I, oh, I, it's just a Slender Man? That is, 
It's spelled with the capital letters, so it came up in my search. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't look at the what? video, so I don't know if it's him. I mean, yeah. Still, strong evidence. Now, let me let me go into this. Tentacles have a sexual yes. connotation as well in many Asian parts of the world, correct? Uh, yeah, you can see that going back to uh, Hokusai's uh, ukiyo print Dream of a Fisherman's Wife. Uh, where a, a woman is being, uh, uh, have, or dreaming of having sex with an octopus, or actually two octopus. Octopi. Uh, octopodes. I've heard of them all. They're all acceptable. <laughs> I thought you were going to continue with that, with the woman in the octopi. Yeah, well, and then uh, after the Japanese lost World War II, uh, they had strict censorship laws put in place by the United States. Uh, where they could not depict genitals. And at some point, tentacles started serving as pseudo-genitals for sex scenes in animation and in uh, uh, comic books. Uh, so that's... There's that. That could be part of the Slender Man. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, is that, that those tentacles are sexual in a way. They're sexualized in, in, in many parts of the world. Tentacles. It's true. It's true. I mean, certainly tentacle pornography has caught on like wildfire in America. Yeah. Boy, it's sweeping the nation. <laughs> you can't turn on a TV without seeing a big old titty being squeezed by a tentacle. <laughs> you can't even see a titty. No, it's 90% tentacle on the screen. Now... I have yet another reason I think that he can and does fuck. Uh-huh. Slenderman uh, has been compared by Professor Shira Chess to ancient folklore about fairies. Interesting, though. No? Mm. Like fairies, the Slenderman is otherworldly with motives that are often difficult to grasp. Like fairies, his appearance is vague and often shifts to reflect what the viewer wants or fears to see. And like mm. fairies, the Slender Man calls the woods and wild places his home and kidnaps children. Well, that is a lot. You know, I hadn't thought about him being a member of the Fae Folk. Part of the Fae Folk. That is a very interesting theory. But they are very sexual as well, the Fae. Are they not? Um, there are... The, the Fae... What's funny about this... Uh... I'm just reading a bunch of comics uh, about elves. <laughs> Did you know every comic about elves has been drawn by perverts? They're all fucking gross as shit. Uh, so they exist in a weird pseudo-sexual area, I would say. But they have genitals. Yeah, they, they are able to, to, to bang. So then, then if he's a fairy, he's got genitals and he has to, he's going to procreate. That's true. Which means there is a slender ma'am. Well, there, there might be. I, I haven't seen any reference to her in my research. You seem sure that there is, though. There must be somebody. If if he is a sexual being, then there must be other sexes. That that's I mean, true. unless he he reproduces, you know, asexually, or or he could be he could have both genitals under there. Or it could be some sort of, you know, there are a million ways that he could be reproducing. Imagine you walk in the woods and you come upon Slenderman fucking itself. <laughs> yeah. 
or two of them just sort of twined together like two slugs with both sets of genitals. Now, I want to draw your attention to also what just I, I just noticed this as I was rereading it. Fairies kidnap children as a rule. Oh, yeah, they love it. And then they'll leave one of their fairy children in the child's place. And then you'll be like, that's why my kid's fucked up. Because he was replaced with a changeling. Wait, you're mixing up three different myths. <laughs> Wait, changelings are fairy babies? Yeah. You're so full of shit. No, no, this is true. This is fact. Yeah. Next episode, changelings. You heard it here first. <laughs> Fairy babies. Um, why do they kidnap uh, human children, fairies? Because uh, they're fucked up. But why? Why do we have this view? I thought they were like Tinkerbell. Uh, well, you know, there are lots of different types of fairies. Like a changeling is a type of fairy. You know? But that, like a Tinkerbell is like a... That's more of a pixie. Yeah. All right. Uh, I wanted to get into a, a few facts and a few quotes and just what people's take on Slenderman is before we get to the real dangers here. Okay. Now, Something Awful Forums, where this originated, still entertains the possibility that this may be true and he may be real. So that is a fact. Yeah. Many people on there, according to polls, believe he is real. All right. Professor Boyer notes the Slender Man is a prohibitive monster, but the cultural boundaries he guards are not clear. Victims do not know when they have violated or crossed them. Mmm. Boy, that, so you, that's uh, almost uh, like a paranoia. It's total paranoia. It's like what we're, anything you're doing, like what we're doing right now, talking about him, we just violated him, according to that. We very well could have and not even known it. That is the scary part of Slenderman. Uh, Shira Chess describes the Slenderman as a metaphor for helplessness, power differentials, and anonymous forces. So it is paranoia. Fear of the unknown. We're in an age flooded with information, and mm -hmm. we know so much, and so much is available to us. And when something is unknown, truly unknown, and has originated in our time where things are so known, I think it's scarier. Yeah. The fact that now is when Slenderman has chosen to make his presence known again in this digital age where we all already have good reason to be paranoid, to feed on that paranoia for his dark desires uh, to bone his slender wife or whatever it is he does with his evil dark energies and the people that he steals. Well, he kidnaps children, we know that. Yeah, and he, he, he takes them somewhere and maybe does something to them. But you don't see them again, so... Oh, what if he just had a mansion for, like, for like wayward children? Yeah. Like, what if he, he very well could be taking them to Never Neverland? I'm sure he is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> now, Slender Man himself, to our knowledge, hasn't made the news, hasn't been photographed or videotaped killing anyone, you know? So so you would say that the world is safe from Slenderman? No, I would not say that. I wouldn't say that, that there's at all. No, there's no documented case of anybody getting into any Slenderman-related uh, danger or... It's funny you mention it. It's funny you mention it. What a segue. What can I say? I'm a natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Waukesha stabbing, or Waukesha. How do you pronounce that? 
Waukesha, I believe. I think my in-laws are from there. Waukesha? Yeah. Where is that? Wisconsin, right? Yep, that's it. It's definitely Waukesha. All right, cool. So in 2014, two 12-year-old girls held Mm. down and stabbed a 12-year-old classmate 19 times. These are 12-year-old girls, Shibble. Do you think... Those girls were the first murderers born after 9-11? What? They were 12 in 2014, so they would have been born in 2002. Right. Were they the first murderers that were born after 9-11? You're fucking weird. (laughs) Maybe they're part of the first of a new generation of murders inspired by slenderman because of slenderman in this new dark era that we live in so you're saying that there may be a connection between slenderman's uh emergence and 9-11 oh god and 9-11 think about it QAnon. the truth is out there yeah you know what you could always say you know what don't don't encourage people <laughs> seriously don't um I'm just saying. The two girls, uh, can you guess, what would you call your plot if you were going to stab your classmate 19 times? Just give it a name, like a, like a fun name, like a tagline. Oh, I'm going to call it uh, Operation Dumb Bitch. <laughs> they called it Stabby Stab Stab. <laughs> Theirs is a lot more descriptive yeah. and a lot more accurate. It is totally accurate. I totally know what that plan is about, and I think I know what all the steps are. Do you think they told the other girl, like, and giggled to themselves? Like, we're going to go play Stabby Stabs and giggled, and the other girl's like, wait, what? What the fuck? Boy, that would be horrible. I would hate to be stabbed by two 12-year-old girls 19 times. Yeah, because it's just so weird. The idea of a 12-year-old girl being so violent, having a weapon. I mean, I I would be super scared to be stabbed by two 12-year-old girls. And I bet getting stabbed probably hurts so fucking bad. I heard it hurts worse than being shot in the moment. I bet it just feels awful. Now, this stabby-stab-stab game was intended, according to them, as a sacrifice to Slenderman. Oof. So they're like those proxies you were talking about? That's a, they slender proxies? Exactly. To become proxies for the Slender Man, they wish to commit a murder as a first step, having read about it all online. And they were also mm. afraid that Slender Man would kill their families if they didn't commit the murder. Wow. You know, I'm going to say, if you're hosting a website that encourages teens to believe in Slender Man, that website should be shut down. What if he's real, though? It's just information. Information that is making people draw the eye of Slenderman. If it's real, then they definitely shouldn't be talking about it. So you're saying in a way that almost you shouldn't say, like, don't wear a mask. More like, uh, like if you speak the devil's name, he will appear. Oh, okay. Well, it's, a, it's the Candyman theory. Exactly. What you need to do is just have the legend die away, and then he'll die away with it. But then idiots like us talk about it. Yeah, well, it's pretty complicated. After the perpetrators left the scene, the victim actually crawled out of the woods to a roadway and was rescued. Oh, thank God. Both attackers have been diagnosed with mental illnesses, 
and each face up to 65 years in uh, mental homes. Oh, they're going to be charged as adults, so that's crazy. That is, I don't think they should charge a 12-year-old as an adult. I think, I think it's very hard for me to imagine a 12-year-old as an adult. I have a daughter who used to be 12, and um, she was not an adult. She was very mature for age, but she was in no way an adult. And her, if she had stab, I don't think she had it in her mind to stab anyone. But if she had, there's no way you could try her as an adult. That's crazy. No, I think, uh, like you wouldn't rent her a car. Like I don't <laughs> think you could call someone like that an adult. I think that's not accurate. I think that's not what that word means. Now, experts testified in court that the the main girl not only uh, was acting as a proxy for Slenderman, but she conversed with Lord Voldemort and one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. God, which one? Yeah, I know. That was my first thought. Was it Michelangelo or Donatello? I know it's one of those. Oh, my God. It's... ah. I I gotta think it's Donatello. What do you think that sounds like when she's talking, when she's in a room talking to a Ninja Turtle? Like, oh, oh, hey, Donatello. (laughs) Slenderman keeps telling me to stab my friend. But what do you think? Would that be radical? Doesn't matter what he thinks. I'm Lord Voldemort. It matters what I... Voldemort, no! I was talking to Donatello. No one told me there was a party going on. A slender and everybody, this is too many people. That's really what was going on in her room. Like her parents, I don't know what they were doing, but that's what was coming out of her room. It's Voldemort, one of the Ninja Turtles in Slenderman. And no one saw anything coming like this. That is, uh, that's rough. That is rough for everyone involved in that story. It is. And there's, that's not the only actual slender crime if i can coin that term you absolutely can do that an unidentified woman from cincinnati ohio in 2014 said her 13 year old daughter attacked her with a knife and had written macabre fiction some involving slender man who the mother said motivated the attack wow 2014 big year for slender man it, it, well also in 2014 a 14-year-old oh girl set her family's house on fire while her mother and nine-year-old brother were inside. Oh, my goodness. In the name of Slenderman. That is... And what's funny is there's no documentation that Slenderman himself ever murdered anyone. They don't even know what he does. All these people are like, well, it must be murder. I bet what he really likes is murder. <laughs> Big assumption in my book. Now, here's an interesting one that's not murder. Well, I, I, I don't know how you want to label it, but there was an early 2015 epidemic of suicide attempts by young people ages 12 to 24 on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. Slenderman was cited as the influence. They believed he was the suicide spirit in the Ogala Sioux tribe. Oh, my God. That's really bumming me out. That is not going to make the final cut. That is rough. What, the suicide? Yes, the mass suicide of Native Americans was a little bit rough. No way on the planet. <laughs> Please leave it I'm just going to drop that bomb. Please leave on it On our listeners. I'm just asking Oh my nicely. goodness. Oh my goodness. So, you, this is getting me too spooked. 
you got to tell me, is Slenderman real? Is he really? Is he really real? Well, I, I think we presented a decent argument that he is real in a sense. I mean, aren't things real as much as you believe in them sometimes? Sometimes. Is there any evidence that he's not real? Because this was getting just way too real. Evidence that he's not real? Yes. Has anyone disproven Slenderman? I know you no. can't prove a negative. No, it's amazing. No one's found the original text of Slenderman anywhere? The majority of people, I believe, believe he is real. Wow. The majority of people in America? No, I'm lying. He was created as a creepypasta on something rotten. Oh, thank goodness. Do you see how I made that sentence without knowing what any of the factors in the sentence meant about the computer? Like, I don't know creepypasta or something awful, but I gave you information. No, you did a great job expressing that, and I think it's going to be really clear for our listeners what you were intending to communicate. <laughs> Thank you. Well, have you any questions? Because that is the end of my, my research, my exhaustive research. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Do you think Slenderman could defeat Sailor Moon in a fight? Sailor Moon wears that little sailor costume. Yes, that is one of her most notable attributes. Well, I could have guessed it, I guess. Um, she's Japanese manga? Uh, yes, she was originally a manga and was later adapted for anime. Can you pick something I've heard of so I could decide who would win? Okay, sure. Do you think that Slenderman could defeat the Predator? They're both Predators of a sense. Now... I need to know if Slenderman has a physical form or if he's like smoke and mirrors. Well, we know that he can... Teleport. Teleport, which means that he must, in some sense, have a physical presence. He's oh. not just like an idea. Like, if he has a location, then he's an object. You're correct. So he does have mass. He, he is solid. I think that's fair to say. In that case... I'm taking Predator. Interesting. Because I don't think... I think the Predator is a pro. I think he comes in, he's invisible, you know, even though when he's invisible you could still see him. Yeah. And no one ever tells him because it's embarrassing. Um, I think he, he, sneaks, he sneaks into the woods. I think maybe he even follows a bad German child as bait mm. as they frolic. And I think he, he, he just uses his weaponry to take him out. I, I don't think it's much of a contest, really. Okay. Okay. You're saying the Predator would have the element of surprise, which I think is a fair assumption. So I could, I could see it. I could see it going. I'm going to say it's going to go to whoever strikes first, I'll be honest. Okay. How about this one? The Predator without his armor versus two Shaquille O'Neal's. Oof. Um, well, I'm not sure if you've seen Shaq lately. He might have lost a step. Shaq in their prime, maybe. Really? You think two prime Shaqs beat Predator? Because I'm going to say this. Shaq was a fucking beast. He was. First of all, he was a massive man. I'm going to say he's going to be maybe... Two, three inches shorter than a Predator. You said the Predator doesn't have any armor. So I'm assuming also, like, no kind of weaponry. All it's got is, like, its talons and its weird fish face. Yeah. Do we know if that fish face... Are those venomous? 
Do they're think? not. I don't believe they are. But his blood is isn't his blood acid? Like when he bleeds. No, that's it. alien. Oh, that's alien. Alien I'm has sorry. acid blood. God, how could I? Yeah, how yeah, could I, I think, say that? I think I two prime shacks could do it. I think two prime shacks could do it. I I take that. I think that's fair. How many shacks? See, I think Slenderman beats two shacks. I think so. I think so because I think that's a different fight. I don't think Shaq could take advantage of having uh, uh, the element of surprise as well as the Predator could. I think if Shaq is going to roll up on somebody, he's going to be obvious. Oh, he's probably going to be talking and like doing his big Aristotle thing. And the, and I just don't think he's very sneaky. He's not a sneaky guy. Yeah, I think Slenderman is a better uh, uh, awareness of his surroundings than... And I, I think he's a hunter as well. But not like the Predator. That's why I gave the edge to the Predator. I think Shaq is not, doesn't have the same murderous... Well, because he's not a monster. He's just... No, he's he's a very big, strong man. He's just a big, a very a talented big strong, athlete. nice man. I don't, I don't know why we picked him. Did but. you ever see his show Shaq Versus? Shaq Versus? Yeah. Was it him playing people in different things? Yeah, like he went to a swimming pool. It's like, let me swim against you, Michael Phelps. <laughs> Michael Phelps is like, all right, let's go. Do, wait, do his, do his voice again? Let me swim against you, Michael Phelps. <laughs> do you do a good Michael Phelps, or is there no response coming? No, no, I have no Michael Phelps in the pocket, I gotta say. Let me swim against you, Michael Phelps. Do you ever see Pros vs. Joes? Oh, I love that show. That was amazing. That was a great show. Just, if I end up keeping this in the episode for those who uh, have uh not seen it pros versus joes is a competitive reality show where the like best athlete in your year of high school once he's hit his late 20s challenges over the hill mvps of assorted sports these jocks that you knew in high school will be like i could have gone pro I could have gone pro if I hadn't torn my knee sophomore year. I would have gone pro. And you're like, fuck you. You never would have gone pro. You're just another idiot, just like everybody else. And then the pros come out, and they're like, I could have played against you, Patrick Ewing. (laughs) And Patrick Ewing's like, well, let's see how you do. And then Patrick Ewing destroys him. He just clowns on him. And this guy has to leave me like, I guess I am a piece of shit. It's so good every time. They never win, do they? The uh, Joe. No, they. The only way to make it interesting is they'll put the the pros at a very distinct disadvantage. They'll be like, "Okay, you're gonna play against Scottie Pippen, but he's not allowed to move his feet." <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, <laughs> I think I think I can do it. Then maybe." And then only like half the time they'll win. And it's also really funny because they'll take them. And they'll take like a pro and a Joe and they'll have them play against each other in a sport that neither of them are good at. <laughs> they'll just be like, like I saw one where they made a basketball player play ice hockey. <laughs> and he's just like, ah, fuck it. I don't know. What was the, what was the like setup on that? Uh, they were like, well, let's just see how well your, your natural athletic ability will take you. Can you skate Shaq? Yeah, like, let's check it out. I was just trying to lure you to do Shaq again. <laughs> Let me put my skates on. 
<laughs> so, do you have any more Slenderman questions for this week? As no, we wrap I up? think I think I know everything I need to know about Slenderman. I think I'm only slightly less spooked knowing that he originated on an internet website because, honestly, that's what Slenderman would do. But listen, I mean, their Grossman, is re- that's real. That's a real legend. And there are real woodcuts and stuff, so you can't tell me he originated purely. He was inspired by, by some strands of truth. Yeah, both of those stories are drawing from the actual real Slender Man who is out there and is coming to steal your children and do something to them. And he can he can fuck too, right? Yes, and we now know that he can fuck. So don't think about that. Ugh. Thank you very much for joining Shibble and I for this week's Uncle Spook. Uh, you do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for giving us a listen. Uh, If you want to uh, suggest any monsters for us to investigate, any supernatural phenomenon for us to get to the bottom to, to the bottom of, even, maybe hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I'm at ChrisTheFriend. And you can uh, tune in next time, where hopefully I will be doing either one of two things. Either goblins, I'm sorry, not goblins, gremlins, or... Spring-heeled Jack. Who's that? Spring-heeled Jack. He's like, uh, he's an English ghost. That's kind of scary sounding. I like that. Yeah, he jumps and he kills you uh, with knives. Oh my god. Yeah, and he's got springs in his boots. Can I tell you, before we started today, I, I feel very good now. I feel like we had a lovely show. Can I tell you, I evacuated my bowels three times. I was very nervous. Well, I'm glad that you did that before we started. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that, well, who knows through the editing. But, no, I was very nervous, and I had a, I had a lot of fun, and I, I look forward to next week's uh, uh, spookiness. Yeah, me too. And, uh, yeah, we'll hear from, you'll hear from us soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. We're getting the red light from Uncle Monster, so that means we're out of time, folks. Have a good week, and don't get spooked. And also, some people say like and subscribe. So that, I don't know if this is going on a a medium that that is applicable, but like and subscribe.